come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news, tips, and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get aesthetic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And hey, 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 it is July. Can you believe that? It is July. So I know you're talking about July, but I have I have to tell everyone and you specifically and whoever else wants to hear me say it. Um, so when we we roll our intro and then I have to unmute us at a certain point. So that you can start talking mm -hmm. and i almost hit like the remove us button pull us <laughs> out hey cruise talk is here do you know who that is yeah i know who that is it's jt i've been talking to him all day long well every time he comes on you're I, like... know, I know <laughs> i know i know i know <laughs> uh yeah look so we have a we have kind of a fun show for you guys tonight we are going to talk about we're going to talk about 10 reasons why cruising is better than any other vacation. Yeah. 10 and we, of them. And, and there are probably more than 10 reasons, but 10 is what, what we've got for you. And we're going to get into that in just a minute or so. But before we do that, uh, we have some things we need to talk about. First of all, what do you want to talk about first? Um... What, what do you want to talk about first? I don't know. I mean, we have the biggest news, I guess. You the, want to talk about the biggest news? The biggest news? Yeah. Do we have a do we have a um, a thingamadoodle for that? Yeah. It's not the right one. No, but we have just the the this thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. But it's not the right one. It doesn't have the red heart. Oh, uh, whatever. It's it's just. I a, mean, it gets the point a, across. Anyway, as many of you know, uh, Kimber and I are very happy to be a part of Helping Hands for Cruising, which is an awesome charity that raises money to help send people on a cruise that would not have otherwise been able to do so. And so the very first recipient is going to be our, our friend, I'd say he's a friend now, mm -hmm. Penny, who is going on the October cruise out of Miami, uh, going to the... Uh, a B, A B, uh, yeah. yes, the A B island, <laughs> Aruba, Bonaire, and then Dominican Republic. Yep. And then our second recipient, we were trying to get a second recipient for our cruise, which is in March of 2023. And uh, we we recently had a cruise a thon to raise some more money. Thank you to everybody that helped support that. And, and look, we look forward to future donations as well. But we were able to get a recipient, we or did. some recipients, I should say, for our cruise, which I'm very, I guess, I guess I'll get this out of our face here, which I'm very happy that we can, we can announce who that is right now. Yes. Oh, you want me to say it? Oh. <laughs> Okay. The struggle is real. I, so I try and get yeah, we we talk. received a nomination. Um, so if there is somebody out there that you know, um, that would, I I know I'm gonna I'm gonna like stretch it out even longer. Um, if there's someone out there that you know that that may qualify for this awesome opportunity, um, to do a nomination, uh, we just ask for 
a short video uh, explaining. I'm going to say um a blah, apparently. Apparently. Um, there's one more. <laughs> explaining why you think that, that they need or they... Matt, please help me talk because apparently I'm struggling. If you know someone who would love to cruise but would not otherwise have the opportunity, uh, you can submit them for a possible sponsorship to be on the next Helping Hands for Cruising Cruise. And it doesn't have to be limited to people in the United States. Uh, there are Helping Hands for Cruising Cruises that will be going out of Europe and, of course, Australia, because that is kind of where it all started with our friends, the Down Under Cruisers. But... We have we have the recipients to announce tonight on our podcast that are going to be joining us on our cruise. I almost said on our podcast on our cruise, and that is James and Cindy Catanese. I hope I said your name, your last name right, but it is James and Cindy, and we are extremely excited to have them join us on our cruise. And they're in the chat right now. So uh, so glad to see you guys here. We are stoked. We are so excited you, you're going to be able to join us on this cruise. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's, let's, just, let's just talk about this cruise because we have quite a few people booked on it now. But I, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick okay. um, and just say that we do have scrolling uh, the PayPal link if you do want to help donate to Helping Hands for Cruising as well as a QR code um, up on the screen right now while we're talking about it. So if it's something you can do, you know, someone out there would like a cruise. Yes. <laughs> Why is it called a QR code? There's probably some technical reason for that, but I think we should change it to cute R code and we should make like little ears on there or something. You know what? We could probably do that. We'll give it a little tail or something. I don't and then it'll know. look like Mickey Mouse. Your mom's also here. Hey, mom. Hello, mama. Tammy. Uh, yeah. So, yes, we are very excited, though, to have you guys join us. It is going to be a cool cruise. Let's talk about that cruise, where it's going. We've got a lot of people booked on it. It's going to oh. be a lot of fun. But let's, yeah. Bring this up, cruise? Bring it up. This bring one? It up. <laughs> there yeah. it is. This is the fantastic group cruise that is going out of Tampa on the Carnival Pride, March 12th, 2023. To where, Matt? It's going to go to Grand Cayman in the Cayman Islands. It's going to go to Mahogany Bay in Roatan, Honduras. It's going to go to Belize in Belize. And it's going to go to Cozumel, Mexico. Well, I should say Cozumel. I like to say in Quintana Roo, Mexico, just because I like to say Quintana Roo. Which like, is it's that, like kangaroo? Like, it's yes, yes. It's the Mexican kangaroo. That's what it I is. I believe it. <laughs> no, look, this is our group cruise. So we handpicked the place we're leaving out of because this is where we live, and and we wanted to. We thought it was appropriate to sail out of our home town, and uh, also we picked the ship, the Carnival Pride. It's a ship that is very popular with I don't know people like. Para DJ, Dave and Brandy, um, a lot of great cruisers. And we have both been on other spirit class ships. I've been on the Legend and toured the Miracle. You've sailed on the Miracle. Mm -hmm. And they are very much in the top two for me, a favorite ships. It was the top one, but then Mardi Gras kind of changed my world. But but it is a great ship. And it's the best ship that can leave out of Tampa because the Mardi Gras would basically not make it under the Skyway Bridge. But those ports are also some of our favorite ports to visit. Definitely and, love those ports. And Matt, do you know how to book this cruise? 
I do. I just say, Kimbra, can can we book this cruise? That is one way. The <laughs> other way is to send me an email at fantastictravel at gmail.com. That's right. Fantastictravel at gmail.com. That's my announcer voice there. And uh, and yeah, join us. And join us to celebrate Helping Hands for Cruising. Join us to celebrate the Fantastic Cruising Podcast and the Fantastic Cruising Community. If you're not already a member, go over to Facebook and um, join the Fantastic Cruising Community on Facebook. And uh, and and yeah, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. I'm also going to say to celebrate Fantastic Studios because yes. you know the YouTube channel is called Fantastic I Studios. We, we, it's, it's confusing. We it have, is. We do the Fantastic Cruising Podcast on the Fantastic Studios YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, we had a whole a whole big plan. We had a plan for fantastic, <laughs> and it it kind of fell apart a little bit. It, it did, but you know, we get the point across. We are fantastic. Something. Something. We're all the fantastic. I mean, we're fantastic studios. We're fantastic cruising. We're fantastic travel. Yes. And we're just straight up fantastic. Are we? Are I don't we? know. I feel like it just I went think with we're it. Okay, we're all right. We're all right. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting stuff, right? Like, like that's really exciting because I feel like we've been a part of Helping Hands for Cruising for a while now. We've helped with a, with two or three of the uh, three of the cruisathons. Um, and Kenny was already like booked and ready to go when we joined in. And so now I feel like this is our first uh, progress being made while we're on it. And, and it's really exciting. Really excited. Look at that. Sean says we're fantastic people. I mean, who? Well, I know that. Who's going to argue with Sean? Alana. I feel like I lost, I missed a lot of chat while I was doing <laughs> stuff, but that's well, cool. All right. So, um, what else? What else? Before we get into uh, our. Apparently, QR stands for quick response. That makes sense. It's also like really not very exciting. It's not. But I was it, hoping it was like. Kevin Counts provided us like, with that information. So did Meg. Oh, and Meg. That, yeah. I mean that that does make a lot of sense. To be fair, that makes a, a lot of sense. But it'd be like if it was like quirky rabbits. Like I know it really doesn't make sense for that to be quirky rabbits. Quirky rabbits. Quirky rabbits. Okay. Um, all right. So do we do we want to talk about the thing you did at work? Oh, I can do that. We can do that. Okay. So and, and the reason this is relevant is the Florida Aquarium is has got a new interactive program um, that they haven't officially unleashed yet, but like campers were doing it today and staff has been doing it. I missed out because I had COVID, but I'm going to get a chance to do it. And uh, it's something that is offered at a lot of ports throughout the Caribbean, probably other places as well. And it is a way to get underwater if you are not a scuba diver. And it's called? Sea Trek. No, I don't think that's the Sea Trek music. That was Star Trek music. Yeah. Okay. Space, the final frontier. I can't do. I can't do Jean Luc Picard. I wish I could. Anyway, tell us about Sea <laughs> Trek. What is it? What did you do? How is it? You don't have. Oh, we should put this picture on there. Okay. Find. Find one while I talk about it. <laughs> right. Sorry. Um, so Sea Trek is is really cool. There's one of me like just standing. Not that one. I'll find one. You talk for a sec. 
So C-Trek is really cool. Uh, this is what C-Trek is. So you, you get a helmet, uh, a very heavy helmet, and they put it on your head, which is where helmets go. You have um, to put it in there. Okay. And, uh, and then they, they lower you in the water. Okay. And um, I can talk now. You're going to take over? Okay. Yeah, I can do that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a helmet. So if, if you can't scuba dive or you want to go under the water more than just like snorkeling on the surface, it gives you that opportunity. So there's this helmet. It is a very heavy helmet. It's a 75-pound helmet. But once you're in the water, it doesn't feel like that. And basically, it allows you to just walk along the bottom and still just totally breathe. So um, this is a picture of me doing it. That is quite the face. It's a weird picture, isn't it? I was looking at a turtle. Um, That makes more sense. Yeah, but it's there's this helmet and it just kind of sits on you. Um, The weirdest thing about it is you can't like really look like bend your body and look down or like look up or whatever because the helmet will fill with water. But if you stand straight up again, it will drain. Oh, okay. So it's it's open underneath. It doesn't like seal in any way. So when you go down, you still have to equalize your ears and stuff. So you're able to like reach your hand up through the helmet and, you know, equalize if you need to do you that to, with your you nose. You have to clear your ears. Yeah. 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 So but- it's a really cool experience and it allows you to be under the water and not have to worry about the whole breathing thing. Right. Um, you can breathe your mouth, your nose. Yeah, you just you, you just exist as it's breathing normalness. Breathing normalness. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a really cool way for people that are not scuba certified, not wanting to get scuba certified, not sure if they want to get scuba certified to be able to go underwater. I think most people that scuba dive would probably rather scuba dive, but if you don't, then this is a cool thing. I know I've talked to a lot of people in the cruising community who have done Sea Trek, which Sea Trek is like the brand, and that is the same brand that's like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everybody that I know that I've talked to that has done it has really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and that's I mean that's a thing that you can do at a lot of different ports. Yeah, Sea Trek is available at almost every that like i'm looking at excursions a for a lot of them yeah i, I mean, mean st thomas nassau i think it's in nassau cozumel it's available in aruba yeah so it's it's a pretty yeah. common thing now the one thing that's weird about ours at the aquarium is that you actually have a tank strapped to your back instead of being on like a, a line yeah so normally i think there's a line that goes like through the um into the helmet up to like the surface into something yeah. but at the aquarium yeah they do a tank because you get to actually walk through some of like the tunnels. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's really cool. You walk back under through kind of the caves area. It reminds me, the sea trek stuff reminds me of when I was a kid and I um, read or saw there's different versions of 20,000 leagues under the sea and they would go out in these things and they were, I don't know, eating sea urchins and sea cucumbers and stuff like that um i've been working on the artwork so we're going to have um fish identification cards so when you're doing sea track um they can point out the animals that are in here they're all all these these are all the animals that are in there except for the sea turtle i haven't finished drawing that one yet but i painted all of these and so um yeah that's what i've been that's what i've been doing a lot of lately at work besides teaching and stuff anyway um yeah, that was exciting. And, and we wanted to share that with you guys because I, if you're thinking about doing one of those sea trick things, um, we say go for it. 
yeah, it's it's really cool. It's definitely an awesome way to get under the water. And it's a and it's a stepping stone to scuba. So if if you're somebody that's thinking about scuba, that could, you know, some people are worried they'll be claustrophobic. I I feel like if you're not claustrophobic in a sea track, you're definitely not going to be claustrophobic yeah. in scuba because you're probably much more closed in in sea track even though but you've got the air and stuff and you know, it's very safe. Yeah, yeah. You don't go very deep. It's very it's a very safe thing to do as well so all right all right uh okay are we ready for our topic let's talk about cruising and that, why that it is, is the so focus awesome of this podcast fantastic some would say cruising is fantastic fantastic indeed. that is the word of the night fantastic uh anyway how many times have we said fantastic and lot. how many more times can we say fantastic a lot uh, so I want somebody, to, let's make it a drinking game. <laughs> oh, great. No, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Uh, okay. So, um, so yes, 10 reasons why cruising is better than any other vacation. Do you want to do the first one? Or you want me to Can you switch one? your screens? Um, let me see. Do I get that option? Just cause I can see it better. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. The words and stuff. Yeah. So the first one, can I do it in any order? Well, I kind of put them in this order oh. for a purpose. Okay. Then so, I'll then I'll do it in the order that you put it in. Okay. I had there was a there was a reason I put put them in this order. I, I mean they could there some could have been moved around, but I felt like this was a good order to put them in. I accept for my own quirky okay. reasons. <laughs> okay. Got then it. the the first one is you don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, unless you're driving to the ship. Well, you you have to get to the ship, but that's it. Like once you're there, like if if we go to the Florida Keys, if we go to, I don't know, where else would we go on vacation? Uh, St. <laughs> Augustine. If we go, um, wherever. Wherever else we we're, go. We're gonna probably in most case there are other places where you wouldn't have to drive. Right. Um. But in a lot of places, you're going to have to drive right. at least some. Like St. Augustine, you don't have to drive much. You can take the tram or you can walk. But yeah, there but are some places you have to drive to. Right. You just have to. And so on a cruise, um, the only way you would drive on a cruise is, one, if you're on one of the Norwegian ships with go-karts, and that's not really the same thing, or two... If you choose to do that as an excursion, and if that's what you chose, then you probably like driving, and this reason might not really be valid for you. But for people like Kimber and I who would rather um, claw at our bare flesh than drive, um, it's a yeah, it's a good perk. <laughs> I just want to quickly say that um, Dan says it's one thing to be fantastic; it's a whole new thing to be fantastic. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Now the second thing we've got on our list is food. Food. Okay. Here's one thing that I think most people appreciate about cruising. You are never hurting for food. There is a lot of it. It is available most of the time. There's some food available at all times on most cruise ships. There are some cruise ships where that's not the case, but that that they are the they are the exception, not the rule. Right. Certainly on your Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian ships, there's going to be food available all the time. Sometimes more than others. Some foods are only available for certain times. 
but it's not just food. It's good food. The food on cruise ships are, I would say, anywhere from good to amazing, depending on your taste and what you're getting. But there is a lot of variety. Um, you said the food on cruise ships are good. Did I? You did. Well, they are. The food are good. That's what I'm saying right there. And and here's the thing. Um, I am I am a wannabe adventurous eater, but if I go to a restaurant, I don't want to spend 10, 15, 20 dollars on a meal and then take a couple bites and go, oh, I probably shouldn't have got this. On a cruise, you are exposed to a lot of different types of food. You have all the regular stuff. There's plenty of the mainstay Americana type food on there for sure, 100%. But there's also other foods available and you can try them. And if you don't like them, it's no big deal. You can just, you can either just sample a little bit if you're at the buffet or if you're at like the main dining room, you order something, you're like, eh, this is really not something I enjoy. They'll take it away and bring you something else. And it's, it's fine. Well, here's here's my add-on to the food. You don't have to pay for every single meal. No. That's the part of another vacation that like adds up more than you might think. Like yeah, you have yeah. your breakfast, you have your lunch, you have your dinner, you have your drinks out later, which you do have to pay for drinks, but that's beside the point. Um yeah, it's it's all unless you choose to go to one of those specialty dining that is extra. You don't have to do that. No, and it's and it's not a case of like, well, you don't have to do it, but everybody that wants to enjoy the no, 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 no. no, no. It is you don't have to do it. Yeah, that that is is great. It's a wonderful experience, but it's definitely not gonna make or break your cruise. You know, some people would never want to do that. Why would they do that when they have all this excellent food that's being provided in the cruise fair? And uh, and and here's the other thing. You know, when you when you go on a cruise, um, you don't have to worry about, like you said, sometimes meals can add up. You're you're on vacation somewhere. You don't know what the prices are going to be. You don't know what availability is going to be uh, on the cruise. It's you're good. You don't have to worry about it. It's already budgeted in. You're fine. Yeah. No J worries. James is asking a question. Is there other foods or is there food from like other countries? He'd like to explore that. Yes. Yes. Yes, James. And let me tell you you and I have that in common because I really enjoy food from other countries. Here's something great. And I didn't actually put this as a top 10, but it is really deserves to be in there. One of the cool things that I enjoy about cruising is that the, the people that work on the cruise ship are from all different parts of the world. And not only do they bring their, their culture, along with them to some extent. Um, and you can, you know, you can get to meet these people and, and stuff, but they also bring their culinary skills. And I am a huge fan of Indian food. And like on carnival ships, every single day at the dinner, they have an Indian option. And it's very vague as to what it is, but I've gotten it so many times. It's always great. The chefs, the main chefs on cruise ships are often from India. I don't know why that is, but they do a really good job with the Indian yeah. food. Like, really good. But uh, some ships will even have um, different, like they'll have a station in the buffet that's just different parts of the world every day. But you will get, you'll get like the mainstay American stuff and you'll get some other like little things thrown in. And then. Well, uh, they've also usually got specifically on Carnival. I don't know if the other cruise lines do it 
as much, but they have like a, I don't remember what word they use, but it's like a tests, try this thing, sort of a thing, like the alligator yeah. bites or yeah. like the escargot. Depending or, on the port you're in yeah. or something that's port specific. Yeah. Or, or they also have something that's like something you always wanted to try, but never, never would. I right, think that's right. the gator and there's like frog legs sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same on everyone. Yeah, Esca, I love. And I know Esca, there's though. there's some cruises that we've been on that when we go to Mexico, they do like a Mexican taco night or something at the buffet. Like they do something. Yes, we've we've skipped out on the main dining room for that before. Yes, yes. So I I love tacos. Yes, yeah, you will have the opportunity. Not only that, but depending on what you do in the ports, you have an opportunity to experience local cuisines. Which I mean, this one goes to Mexico and Central America, Grand Cayman. Um, the food I've had in Mexico and Central America has been amazing. Like you, you don't I mean, realize I, you haven't I, had Mexican food until you go to Mexico, and you're like, "Oh, this is different than Taco Bell." I still think and about like the Bell. chicken yeah. that I had at Belize. Right? The seasoning on that chicken—it was unbelievable. I yeah. I love that chicken. Yeah, yeah. So food. Food is is a good thing. So yeah, uh, and and that is something you are going to get to enjoy on a cruise, no matter your taste. Um, and I'll also say, when I started cruising, I didn't think I would be, I didn't think I'd care about the like main dining room hoity-toity experience. Like I don't, I don't need all that fluff. I love it. It's it's awesome. The people are so friendly. They learn your name like right away. Um, it's just it's a fun filled experience and very, very cool experience. Not just the food, but the whole thing. Like they, yeah. they dance, they sing. Oh, they do. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's amazing. And they, they seem to really enjoy like the dancing and singing aspect. They do. I like that. They do. Hopefully they really and do. And our know. table mates at our last cruise were wonderful. They were. Yeah. Well, and on the group cruise, of course they're going to be wonderful because they're going to be people from the group cruise. Yeah. Cause I'm going to make everybody sit at our table. <laughs> I have that control. Well, just no, just no, I'm because, just kidding. Because we've got James and Cindy out there, we want you to know that it, be, it is a group cruise. You are very, very welcome to join us for any and all activities. But if we're like too weird for you, you don't have to. Also, so that is completely up to you, and and we will be honored either way. So, but you are definitely welcome to join with our eclectic bunch of of folk <laughs> that we have gathered for this event. I think it's your turn. It's my turn? Yeah. All right. You get to sail on the ocean and the great views. Yeah. As Fozzie Bear would say, the big blue wet thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. The great Fozzie Bear, famous quote from the great Fozzie Bear. Look, you know, you go to a hotel in Florida and you pay a little extra to get the ocean view, right? Now, now granted, you may not have an ocean view in your room, but Anytime you leave your room, you have a whole ship of ocean view. You have the entire outside of the ship where you have beautiful views. You can be undercover. You can be out in the open. You can, it's awesome. You can be in the back of the ship and watch the wake. You can be on the side of the ship and look for flying fish uh, and boobies, the birds, just so we're clear. And, uh, <laughs> and it's great. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful view. There's nothing quite as relaxing to me as sitting with a light breeze, the smell of the ocean, the sound of the ocean. It's just such a peaceful, 
serene experience. Yes. It's serenity. Huh. <laughs> Is that why you wore that shirt? No, it's not. It just worked out that way. No, I, I love I love being able to look out and see the water. Yeah. Love it. You get up in the morning, it's there. You get up, you know, and you find a quiet deck somewhere yeah. to just sit there and yeah. listen and watch the water as you read or whatever you choose to do. Yeah. So it's it's a really it's a really cool thing. And you know, the other thing is you're going into these ports and some ports have amazing views as well. So you're not just getting all ocean all the time, but depending on what port you're in, the scenery can be quite breathtaking. And others, it's just beautiful. You know, sometimes you got to settle for just beautiful and other times you get breathtaking. How unfortunate that sometimes you have to settle for beautiful. It's like you and I, you have to settle for beautiful. I get breathtaking. That was cheesy, but good. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> it's the hair, isn't it? It's the hair. Yes, it is. It is definitely the hair. Uh, okay. Now, um, yes. And I see a comment. If you end up not liking your food and want to try more, that's the thing. You go to the main dining room, obviously a buffet. It's a buffet. You can get as much as you want. You can not eat. I mean, you know, I don't encourage people to waste food, but at the same time, you're on a cruise, you're on vacation, you know, if, try something. If you don't like it, it's okay. But if you're in the main dining room and you order stuff, one, you can order multiple things. You get the appetizer, you get the main entree, and you get dessert. It's like a three-course meal, but you can order everything on the menu. It's not going to cost you any more. Um, you can order two of something or something like that. And if if you get something, and don't do that if you don't know if you like it, but get something, you don't like it. You know what? Eh, this isn't working for me. They will ask you. Like if you are not eating your food, they'll be like, is everything okay, Mr. Matt? Everything all right? And then if you're like, eh, I just it just wasn't my thing. What can I bring you? I can bring you anything else you want. I mean, it's awesome. It is awesome. It is awesome. Awesome. All right. Next thing is, and this one, I think people that are in the, in the know with cruising know this is a big one. And this is something that really separates cruising apart from other vacations. Cause you could go to an all inclusive and get food. Right. Right. And you don't necessarily have to drive. Right. But, but I don't know if you get as much choice. Maybe it depends on the all inclusive, I guess, yeah. but you get to visit multiple locations on one trip and you don't have to actually relocate to a different hotel. Um, you don't have to move yourself. I mean, technically the ship is moving, but you don't have to drive to the next stop or take a train to the next stop or fly to the next stop. Like you get to experience a number of ports, depending on the cruise that you're on. Like in our group cruise, it'll be three different ports, four different ports, four, <laughs> four different ports in one week. And yeah, they're all in the Caribbean. I say that like, like that sounds like a horrible thing. Um, not for us, but but I mean, Grand Cayman is very different than Cozumel, which is very different than Roatan. Like they're they're very different places. And if I was going on a, a more standard vacation, I would just be able to go to one of those. Right. And to kind of bounce off that, it's a little bit, I mean, kind of the same. You While you're going from one place to another, you're still vacationing. Like yes. you don't have to spend yeah. hours in a car or whatever 
to to get from one place to another like you're still doing your vacation while that travel is happening right exactly and that is what makes it so fun you don't have any of that down travel time that down travel time is you playing in the casino or reading a book on the on the bench um while watching the water or swimming in the pool or soaking in the hot tub or water slides water slides trivia um, going to a show, comedy show, um, karaoke, eating burgers from Guy's Burgers, mm, Guy's Burgers, oh. Eat, getting a burrito for breakfast from the, you know, it's there's just a lot. There's a lot. All right. I can't wait to cruise again and wave, gain back all the weight that we're losing. <laughs> yeah, we've been dieting, but <laughs> all right, go ahead. Oh, I'm next. You're next. All right. Let's see. What do you have? It can be very different experience for different people on the same cruise. Yeah. So cruising, you can make it your way. You can party like it up. <laughs> is that what their thing is? It used to be. It was like a big yeah. Burger King thing. But yeah, you can you can cruise the way that you want to cruise. You can have a super chill cruise. You can have an adventurous cruise. You can have a wild party cruise. Cruising, the Burger King of travel. <laughs> I thought it was have it your way. It probably was. I said I make know. it your way. It's been a while. I mean, it the still works. was a long time ago. Maybe they did in the 80s. I don't know. I mean, I've heard that before. But yeah, I mean, and, and th this, is, this is a big thing because, you know, what I like to do on a cruise is very different than what other people like to do on a cruise, which might be very different than what somebody else likes to do on a cruise. And, and you can have those different experiences. You can mix and match. You can have a day where you just sleep in or you just hang out on the deck and do nothing. And you can have another day where you're like out and about doing all the stuff, playing all the games, all that stuff. It It's up to you. You, you do how you want to do it. And when you get to port, same thing. Some people stay on the ship. They don't want to get off the ship. Some people go in there like us and they go scuba diving or snorkeling or they go looking for reptiles and stuff or birds. Other people, they just want to get off the ship and like go shopping. Or maybe they want to go get off the ship and and if there's a, depending on the port, maybe there's a pool they could get to or beach they want to go to. There's, you can make it your or own zip lining kind of thing. Yeah, zip lining. You won't find me doing that. But um, <laughs> like I said, we all know Kimbra is queen of the nightclub. Yes, she is. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Only if the nightclub starts at 3 p.m. Yeah, basically. Because I'm in bed at like 9.30. I'm like wrapping up. I'm like, are you ready for bed? And he's like, it's 9.30. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Another cool thing about this, though, like Kimber and I, um, we like to do mostly the same exact stuff but you could be cruising with somebody who's very different than you and yet you can both do the things you want to do and be on the same vacation <laughs> you can you can meet up at dinner you can meet up at different points in the day but you can go do your fun exciting stuff and they can do their relaxing stuff and that's okay meg said the good night club the good yes that is about the truth that's about it that's about it i'm uh, pretty pathetic but i wake up early and i'm ready to go there you go there you go all right next thing is the choices are simplified and diverse this is what i mean okay I'm glad some, you got that one because i don't know what you mean some of you <laughs> can probably relate to this 
you're coming home from work. Okay, you get home, you talk to your, your partner, and you're like, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. And it takes like three hours to decide. Or on the weekend, what do you want to do tomorrow? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to I don't know. We could do this. I don't know. Have you experienced that, Matt? Yes, I live that. And I think a lot of people do too. It's not, it's not anything aimed at you. That's just like human nature, I think. And so on a cruise, you don't have all the options, but you have a lot of good options and you have some very diverse styled options. And so it's, it's easier. Sometimes less is more. And it's easier to decide, we know where we're going for dinner. We're going to the MDR for dinner. Or, you know, may, we're gonna, we know what we're doing for lunch. Or maybe I'm going to Guy's Burger and you're going to Blue Iguana Taco or Burrito. But we're going to eat lunch together because yeah. they're right next to each other. Or maybe you're, I'm going to the buffet. And, you, you know, like there's there's less overall choices, but that makes it so much more pleasant because you don't waste your time with all the stress trying to figure out what to do. You don't want to make a choice. The other person doesn't really want to do that. You know, it just gets rid of all that for the most part. It gets rid of all that, which is great. I think that's a big perk of cruising. We should just... You wouldn't have that on most land vacations. We should just live on a cruise ship. I, I mean, I'm game. <laughs> I'm game. All right, what's next? What's next? Uh, it's a great way to travel with a large group of friends or family. Like a group cruise? Like a group cruise. <laughs> Did you place that one so I would read it? No, it just I just, it I just didn't know who out. was going to go first. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so group cruises are a great way to cruise with a group of people. <laughs> Did you really just say group cruises are a great way? Let me just do it like this. Group cruises are a great way to cruise with a group of people. You can also cruise with a smaller group of people that is not a group cruise, but you're still with more than like two people. Let me explain what I meant by this, because obviously I wrote this one too. <laughs> if you, I see a lot of people traveling on cruises with big families. Uh, obviously we have group cruises like the one we're doing in October, like the one we're doing in March. Uh, this is a common thing that people do is they don't, they don't cruise with just them and their immediate family or them and a couple of friends. They cruise with a pretty significant group of people, 10, 12, 20, 50 people. And if you tried to do that anywhere else, you're either never going to see anybody because they're off doing their own thing or somebody's always going to be upset because they're not doing what they want to do. And they ain't like that on a cruise because during the day, you all go do what you want to do. You all go do what you want to do. We're going to do what we want to do. Hey, if those things are the same, we'll do it together. If not, we'll see you. We'll see you for uh, tacos or dinner, you know, or, or you can do all the things together. And then at dinner time, you'd be like, peace out. I'm going to the buffet and peace out. I'm going to the that, MDR. Absolutely. That is true. So it is a really good way to do that. Like imagine if you're traveling with a family and some of the family has kids and others don't and the kids just want to spend the whole day at the pool, and you're like, I don't want to be at the pool. It's like crowded and loud at the pool. It's sunny. And sunny. So, you know. I'm afraid of the sun. You can go off and play trivia, and they can go to the pool, and then, you know, like, you, 
where else do you get that kind of accommodation than a cruise for, for that much group diversity? You don't. You don't. Not that I know of. I mean, you that wouldn't work as well. I don't even think it at all inclusive. Like that is a cruise specific thing that I don't know of any vacation that can match it. So, or Sean says, or you can just sit down and talk about your day with your mates. Exactly. And let me tell you, that is fun. Like when we cruise just the two of us, it's always like a, a question whether we want to sit at a table with a bunch of strangers at the MDR for dinner or whether we just want to sit by ourselves. And honestly, that decision is not always the same. Some cruises we want to have that kind of, you know, fun, intimate kind of romantic dinner and others we want to meet people. And occasionally that backfires if you're on a table with strangers and you're like, Oh, these people are very different than us in, in, in a sort of threatening way. But normally that doesn't happen. And like, it, per example, our last cruise, we were at a table of 12. Was it 12? Uh, 12. Yeah. And, and everybody at our table was phenomenal. And that's been my experience overall when I've done that. And it was great because we all did different things in port. We all did different things on the ship and we got to talk about it. We got to talk about, you know, where are you from? Uh, why did you come on this cruise? It, it's just a really fun kind of thing. I want or you to, don't have to do it. I want to point out here that while you were taught, while we we're talking about groups, uh, Meg said, we should look into doing a group cruise. And Todd said, Meg, that's a great idea. <laughs> and Meg said, how about March? And Todd said, Meg, Mark, March will work for us. And Meg said, good, good. See you then. And of course, <laughs> both of those fun people are going to be on I, I, I just love that conversation that just happened. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Me. I'm next. Okay. Guaranteed excellent customer service. With Pretty much always. With the exception of Virgin. I've never... <laughs> Sorry, I'm picking on Virgin again. I've never had bad customer service. Maybe a couple times I've had okay customer service, but that has definitely been very rare yeah. for me. And I've been on like 21 cruises, right? So um, usually it's not just good. It's usually outstanding customer service to the point where you often want to get your picture taken with the people providing you service. How often do you do that at other places? Do you go to a restaurant and go, wow, my waiter was really great. I'm going to get a picture with her. No, no, you don't do that. I mean, not usually. I don't think I don't do that, but. No, I'm, I'm usually like the last couple of days of the cruise. I'm sitting there thinking, cause the cruise line always sends you a survey at the end to go through and like, if there's anyone that was like above and beyond and just the overall cruise. And I'm usually sitting there thinking, okay, so who did we experience that was amazing? I've got to get a picture of at least their name tag so that, you know, and which it's usually most of them that I've encountered throughout the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, it really is. Um, it really is impressive to me. I mean, I, I teach kids for a living and I can't remember names of kids I've been teaching for like five years straight. They know your name when you get on the ship. Yeah. Which I mean, is that a big deal? Yes and no. I mean, 
on its face, I'd be like, no, who cares if they know your name? But then it's really nice when you're walking down the hall and your room steward's like, oh, Mr. Man, Ms. Skimbra, how are you guys today? How was your day? You know, it's just, it's just cool. It's just, it's just very, very cool. It's very personable. It's just a very neat thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You're up. I've never been there. What? You missed it. You said Europe. Yeah, Europe. <laughs> I've never been there either. <laughs> We'd like to change that, but I'd like to get to Australia before I go to Europe. So don't know if that's going to happen. You missed it, man. Hey, Anne Marie Boyce is in the house. Nice. <laughs> hey, Anne. Good to see you here. Uh, all right, you're you're next. Uh, price. Price. Nothing is cheaper. Nothing is cheaper. I don't, I don't know. I thought there was a song there. So what's amazing about cruising is you pay what you pay, and you don't have to pay anymore, and it covers all the things. Right. So you have the security of knowing what your budget is. Yep. Like, we know. We've already paid for our cruise in March and our cruise in October. We have not paid for our cruise We've in March. We've already paid for our cruise in October completely, um, except for our, our hotel room, right? The night right. before. Right. It's all, it's done. It's done. We know it's not going to cost anymore. We haven't paid for excursions yet, but we will pay for that ahead of time. There's fireworks. So the dog might be jumping on our laps in any moment now, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, way for somebody that's nervous about money to go this is exactly what this cruise is going to cost well me. and you can book it like a couple years in advance right. so you pay Save your deposit and there's a lot of times that like it's reduced deposits or like 50 dollars deposits which is awesome so you pay your deposit and then you have a couple years to save up and you know what you're saving up for, right. which of course you can kind of do that with a different kind of vacation, but yeah. then you run into, you're doing it on your own basically. Right. But then you run into, well, while you're here, you end up buying this food or you go out to right. eat here and you didn't expect this, but it's all part of the package. Like your, your room is covered. Your food is covered. It's all done. And, and here's the thing find me a cheaper uh, vacation that is the same length as, as a cruise that has as much bang for the buck. I, it's, it's not going to be easy to do, at least not in the United States. So, I mean, you know, like we looked at going to the Florida Keys for a weekend, one weekend in the Florida Keys, and we could have gone on an eight night cruise to the Southern Caribbean. You know, and 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 that doesn't that's even unknowns of how much we're gonna spend on food. That's not like doing anything extravagant, it's just going to the like Key West or something like that. I mean, it's it's a very affordable vacation compared to a lot of other vacations. I've been to so many countries in the Caribbean before I cruised, I had been to one country, the one that I live in, and that's it. And now that I cruise, I've been to so many other countries that I wouldn't be able to go visit like maybe i could have gone to a couple of these a few times but maybe i don't even know if i could have done that like it, it it's a it's a fun safe way to do that and it's affordable yeah we that. have uh doesn't matter if they find cheaper vacation they can find one that will take them to multi or let me back up can they find one that will take them to multiple countries right 
Right. Um, and yeah. then Blaine says hotel alone will cost way more than cruising for seven days. And JT saying you can get a princess cruise for one dollar deposits, and then spend as much time as you want saving up for that. So yeah, I mean it's it's really um, yeah it's really an affordable way to travel, and you can cruise like shorter cruises, like the time of year, the length of the cruise, the port you're leaving from and going to, the the age of the ship, all all those things can impact it. I mean because there are expensive cruises out there, but the majority of them are not that expensive compared to compared to other vacations. It's still money, but um, you know, if you cruise in hurricane season on a three night cruise going to the Bahamas, I mean, I've seen rates as low as like 150 bucks per person. We've got a commercial going on over here between Meg and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have to try and, uh, sell ourselves because Todd says, Meg, how does someone contact Fantastic Cruising? Well, but that <laughs> is that is not our intent. For no, time. no, no. If you want it's to just really funny. Us, we would be happy to do that. And there are other travel advisors in our in our chat as well. <laughs> that would be very good people to help you with that. But the but the purpose of tonight of this episode is just to really be a cheerleader for cruising because yeah. it is such a great vacation um, opportunity. And, uh, and so we are, I mean, that's, it's not our main job to, to book travel by any means. It'd be cool if it was. It would be cool if it was, but, but really we do it because we love to cruise and it allows us to cruise a little bit more yeah. than if we didn't do it. And we also love talking to other cruisers and helping people cruise and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. And then there's one more, right? Yeah. Is that mine or yours? Well, it's yours. Do you want it? No, it's fine. You can have it if you want. Okay. The number one reason. The number one reason why cruising is better than any other kind of vacation is because tally, tally animals. It's not keychains. Technically Except not. Except I do collect keychains on cruises. <laughs> it's technically not the only place you can get a tally animal, but it's the only place you're going to get a different tally animal every night that I've seen. Um, and it's one of the places where you can get tall animals and tall animals are awesome. And I will die on that hill. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tall animals are amazing. And that is something that I feel like with most cruise lines is synonymous with cruising. Like if they took tall animals away, it just wouldn't be right. I always get really sad when I walk in and don't have one. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't happen that often, but occasionally you don't get one. Or like Royal Caribbean doesn't do as many cruise animals as Carnival. Tal animals? Tal animals as Carnival. Yeah. yeah. So. And sometimes I've experienced on multiple cruises, like sometimes I don't get one on the first night. Right. Sometimes you don't. But you get them the rest of the time. Yes. You normally get them. So that's it. I'm sure there are more reasons why cruising is better than any other kind of vacation. And, uh, and, and I could probably come up with more to be fair, but those are the 10 that popped into our heads today when we were researching for this episode. And I think there are pretty good, solid 10 bunch of reasons that cruising is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? It is time for the segment that we call the cruise creature. Oh, 
Hey, it, 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 it cut it, off. It, it, play it again. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you have never listened to this podcast before, uh, we always do. <clears throat> pardon me. We always do. I had a frog in my throat. I had a cokey in my throat. A segment on cruise creatures because Kimber and I are. Did you kill the cokey? There we go. We are. We are creature people. Uh, we both work at an aquarium. We're both big time avid animal people, and so we like and and. Um, I'm a teacher, so that's I teach marine science, so that is my thing. And Kimbra likes teaching as well. So, so tonight's cruise creature I thought would be appropriate because it reminds me of a firework. And since it's the weekend of the Fourth of July, I I was looking for cruise creature ideas today, and this is like our hundred and fortieth one four four one hundred and forty fourth episode. So um, it's getting harder and harder to come up with new cruise creatures. Not that we've run out, not that we've run out, but I was like, man, what can I do? That's like kind of like American or patriotic or something like that. And, and I, there was nothing I could find except for like um, the fighting fish that were like red, white, and blue. And I don't even know if that was Photoshopped or what, but they're not a cruise creature. So, uh, so I thought, well, um, I know an animal that looks kind of like a firework and that is the feather duster worm. Which is a great choice, and I'm shocked that we haven't done it yet. I know, right? Also, feather dusters are, are in fact, worms. They are in the annelid phylum, which is segmented worms, which includes, like, earthworms and leeches. But the marine versions of those um, are called polychaetes. Most of them are called polychaetes. And these are polychaete worms. And why am I telling you this much detail? One, because you know I'm an animal geek, but also because today is International Polychaete Day. Who knew? I think that's really cool. They right? get a whole day. They get an entire day. And so uh, to give you a better viewpoint of, of this worm, um, basically the worm builds a tube. You can kind of see the side of the tube if you're watching the YouTube. If not, just imagine a tube with a with a feather duster sticking out of it. And, and the worm builds this casing around its tube and it's, it's long wormy body goes inside this casing, but then it has these feeding tentacles that stick out of the tube. And these feeding tentacles, I, to me, kind of look like a firework. And, and more than that, they can be different colors, but, um, but if you startle one of these, they will quickly whoop, pull their little feathery appendages inside of their tube. I, I so have to like interrupt you. Firework. Can I interrupt real quick? Yes. I just have to say hi to Takara and I miss you. That's all. <laughs> Takara, she's eating healthy and has been for a while now. So that's good. You'll be proud. Yeah. Uh, anyway, feather duster worms, basically they have those feathery tentacles and those, what they use to, to get their food. Most feather duster worms are going to feed on, um, plankton and tiny stuff that's drifting by in the water and so they're going to filter out they're going to filter out their food from the water column which is pretty awesome i don't know if that was a firework i think that was our neighbor yeah that loud. was upstairs hopefully that didn't pick up on the microphone but but hey maybe it did anyway that's it that's the that's the cruise creature pretty simple pretty basic the feather duster worm very very um, Takara wants to know if we cool. can see those in the springs 
Uh, no, Takara, because feather duster worms are marine worm. Polychaetes in general are marine worms. And so I, I do not like to ever say things like never or always when it comes to science. But to my knowledge, there are no freshwater polychaetes. There are some brackish water ones. But um, so there probably are some annelid worms that you can find in freshwater. Well, leeches would be an example of that. But you won't see those in the spring. Don't worry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, polychaetes, you can, however, see them um, if you go to beaches around here, if it's got like some rocky substrate and stuff. So like we are planning next week to try and go to a beach near Clearwater um, that has some rocks and stuff. And the visibility is, you know, a whopping like three feet on a good day. But um, I've seen stingrays, more eels and feather duster worms, sponges, tunicates, um, flounder, cowfish, all kinds of things in this in this area. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, that we can see some cool stuff. Also, Takara, if you want to go on our group cruise with us next March, <laughs> um, it is during spring break, so the kiddos could join along. Takara is Kimbra's friend and trainer. Which yes. Is why we're we're speaking in the in the terms that we are speaking in. Um, <laughs> so, oh, she wants to go with us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk. All right. Uh, but also, I want you on the group cruise. Let's go ahead. I know we've got some questions here. Let's go ahead and wrap up the podcast, and then we'll come back for a little chat with the, with the audience there. Okay. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. And we're back in the room. I, I, I know that I know that really creative travel asked, whoops, have uh, why does it it won't let me pick the right thing? There we go. Have y'all ever swam have y'all swam in Silver Glen Springs? Yes. Yes, we have. We, we have, have a video. We do have a video because Silver Glen, so I've been there twice. I went once in the summertime, it was awesome. But it was very crowded. Somebody tried to steal my dive bag. Didn't anticipate 15 pounds of dive weights in there. And then dropped it very quickly, fortunately. So they didn't steal anything. Um, that was chaotic. There was a child splashing a water snake that I yelled at. In a, in a Mr. Matt way of yelling at somebody. And then we had a conversation about why snakes are not evil. Um, and then we went in the winter time, which is the best time to go because there was like nobody there. There was like two other people in the water and us and some manatees. It was amazing. It was so cool. So if you watch, check out our video on this channel, Fantastic Studios on YouTube. Look for the Silver Glen video and you will see us swimming at Silver Glen. Crystal the, clear water. With the manatees better than any experience I've ever had at Crystal River. And I have had some amazing experiences at Crystal River. Um, the only thing is at Crystal River, you 
they can touch you and you can touch them back if they do. Silver Glen, I don't think you should do that or I don't think you're supposed to do that. But you can swim with them and just, you know, observe them, which is also way, way cool in a much more serene environment without like 50,000 people around you doing the same thing and without people like on boats, like waiting to write you a ticket if you do anything wrong, which I understand, but it's still annoying. 